Welcome to Busy Moms Podcast. Hang on and here we go. Let's talk about Rahab. Again. Again. <laughs> we've, we've talked about her before, but great story. It is a great story. Let's we're gonna dive in deeper into Rahab, the Scarlet Woman. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just recap of her story in Joshua. She actually is in chapter two, but to kind of recap, Joshua be- becomes in command of the Israelites after their 40 years in the desert. So Joshua sends two spies to the land, especially Jericho. Check this out. They get into Jericho. These spies do. It's discovered that they're there. And clearly the king of Jericho is not thrilled. (laughs) (laughs) So they have to hide and they run into the home of Rahab, the prostitute, and she hides them. And it says in Verse three of chapter two, then the king of Jericho sent to Rahab saying, bring out the men who've come to you who entered your house for they have come to search out all the land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. And then she said, true, the men came to me, but I did not know where they were from. And when the gate was about to be closed at dark, the men went out. I do not know where the men went. Pursue them quickly for you will overtake them. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, yes, they did come. Didn't know who they were. Sorry. But they went that way. They went that way. <laughs> they had to get out before the gate closed. So they ran. So she sends the soldiers or whoever, the king's men, out in a different direction. Meanwhile, they're up on the roof hidden under flax, stalks of flax, which I'm, I'm going to assume is like similar to like hay. So they're hiding in a hay bale, basically. <laughs> after these men, after the king's men have left, she goes up to the roof to kind of let them know it's in the clear. She tells them, you know, I've heard of your God and I've heard the stories of the Red Sea and most of Jericho has and we're scared of you. (laughs) But what I really like in verse 11, she says, and as soon as we heard it, and this is what she's saying to the spies, as soon as we heard it, our hearts melted and there was no spirit left in any man because of you. For the Lord, your God, he is God in the heavens above and on the earth beneath. So now then, please swear to me by the Lord that as I have dealt kindly with you, you will also deal kindly with my father's house and give me a sure sign that you will save my father, mother, my sisters and brothers and all who belong to them and deliver our lives from death. So she knew that the spies were coming, that Jericho was going to be attacked, destroyed by the Israelites. And she's like, I know that your God is the God. Protect us, please. Pretty gutsy. Yeah, very gutsy. Definitely. You know, pretty gutsy to say that. And so they agree. They say, yes, because you have dealt kindly with us, the Lord will do the same thing. And so she lets them out of a window because her home is along the outer wall or is in the outer wall. Is in the wall. It's in the wall. So she leads him out, tells him to climb down this rope out the window. And once they get down, she says, don't. Don't go to the river yet, basically. She says, go hide for three days in the hills over there because there are people looking for you and they're going to find you. So go hide in the hills for three days and then you can safely get over. So she's still protecting them, even though she's already got the promise that her family's safe. Mm -hmm. She still protected them and they told her, behold, when we come into this land, you shall tie this scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down and you shall gather into your house, your father, mother, your brothers and all your father's household. Then if anyone goes out of the doors of your house into the street, his blood shall be on his own head and we shall be guiltless. But if a hand is laid on anyone who is with you in the house, his blood shall be on our head. And if you tell this business of ours, then we will 
also be guiltless with respect to your oath that you have made us swear. And she said, according to your words, so be it. And then she sent them away and they departed and she tied the scarlet cord in the window. Like right away. Right away. Didn't wait. Didn't sleep on it. Think like, well, you know, I am kind of tired. Like this was a really traumatic day for me. I, I'm going to wait till tomorrow morning to hang up this scarlet cord that they told me to. No, they were literally going down the window and she put that up there. Like, yeah. I'm ready. It wasn't even like time to be like, eh, maybe they weren't really, but I kind of got a backup plan in case something goes wrong. Oh. You know, she didn't know. She did it right away. And it doesn't say that Israel showed up the next day and started the seven, you know, walking around for seven days. It, there are other things as you read Joshua that mm-hmm. were occurring. So we don't necessarily know the timeline for the actual fall of Jericho. This could have been a couple weeks. Well, I'm sure that there was, well, because there's definitely the three days. Mm -hmm. There's a three days. And then they had to travel back to Joshua. And then Joshua had to bring Israel. Israel back. (laughs) Back. Now we know that lasted seven days. (laughs) Yeah, them walking around. Them walking around. Yeah, so it took, so however long it took for the spies to get to Joshua, Joshua to get the million people that is Israel and get them, you know, herding cats and dogs basically (laughs) over to Jericho, however long that's going to take because this is all by foot. Yeah. And then seven days of them outside the city walls. Okay, hold on. Let's let's go back for just a second here. Mm. The king knew they were coming. Not just Israel. The king knew the spies were coming. How did he know? Because, well, first of all, they had heard all these things, all these things that yeah. had happened with Israel and Egypt. Okay. They knew they were wandering around in the desert. All of these things were known to them and they were terrified of them. So they were keeping an eye. I think they were, okay, to speculate a little bit, they were probably waiting for them. Okay. Because, hey, we're the, we're the big city right along the Jordan, you know. But, I mean, if two guys just walk into a harlot's house, like how, like why <laughs> no, would no, that no. be suspicious? But they're That's foreigners. Recon. Mm-hmm. And they huh? knew it. They were there to scope the place out, to see where the defenses were, to see how the walls were built, where the people were. Okay. And that's that's straight up military. It's military. Right. And they had people probably posted all along the walls to go, he looks different. He's not your, he's not the baker that comes in every two weeks yep. or, or the, so-and-so that brings his people, his sheep in off the field to be sold. They, I mean. They were terrified of them, so they were watching for so them. So they were watching for somebody different to walk different in. Different walking in. Okay. So they got in somehow, then they hid with Rahab because they probably didn't take long for them to go, stranger! You know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's got an accent! Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I do love that she knew they were coming, right? Yeah. Yeah. And everyone was terrified of them, but that's not the reason that she gives. No. She's like... Your God is God here and in heaven. So she had faith. Yeah. She had faith in... What business did she have having faith in that city? Like, where did that come from? All she heard was stories. So it had to be God, the Holy Spirit in her that Mm -hmm. said, okay, you're going to say these things. That's the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. So it wasn't just that here's this woman who's terrified. And so I'm going to collude with the enemy to save my own butt, right? No. No, it's... Your God is the real God. 
And so I don't want to be on the side of anyone who is against God. Yeah. That's kind of a biggie. Yeah, it is. Because it's easy to, if you don't really read the words, to try to, to say that she's just trying to save her own hide and her, and her family's own hide. That wasn't the case. Yes, they were scared, but she, God spoke to her. Yeah. All these stories that she had been told about the Red Sea and the plagues and everything. It was like, okay, well, if he can do that, he is real. Because I've known Baal, 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 whatever his name is. <laughs> All these other gods, and I have not seen anything like, like this, this occur. And I'm living the life as a prostitute. Think how different this story would be if she had acted out of fear instead of out of faith. Well, we wouldn't be talking about her. She would. Well, I mean, we might be, but would she? Be. Would she be an ancestor of Christ? I don't know where the story would go, but she didn't do it out of fear. She did no. it out of faith, faith, and that made the difference. Yes, blind faith. And she didn't even see any of it. Yep. She only heard stories because it's not like it is today where she can pull up YouTube and be like, oh, <laughs> that's real. I got you. God, you're my guy. God, you're my guy. Else. Like, yeah. save my family, guys. Okay? Because I know what's going to go down here in a few days. Or and maybe it's not what's going like, to go down here. It, yeah. She gets to see God work at the end of the seven days. Everybody else dies and your family is the only yeah. one alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you, that's an act of God. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, she, he told her, they told her to get all of the family and bring it in, bring them to her home. So, so we don't even know like how long they were all holed up in her house. <laughs> you know, when she closed things off, cause they told her, they said, get everybody. If ever, whoever leaves this house willingly and they die, that's not my fault. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Like, she, like as soon as they left, she hung the cord. Then she had to go get everybody and tell them. And then they were basically with her the whole time until this happened, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But can you imagine, like, the trust that that family had in her? She's a prostitute. Dude. And they say that her family lives, a, you know, all over town kind of a thing. So it's kind of the equivalent of the black sheep of the family. Your black sheep comes up to you and says, Pack your bags. This is real. God is real. And he's going to destroy the city and give it to Israel. You need to come stay with me because I've made a deal. <laughs> you know, I I've asked. she told them that she had made a deal. I don't know. I know. That's what I don't say. I'm looking for that right you now. You know, but... <laughs> But she, you know, she had to convince the family to come. Yeah. Because it says that in chapter six, the spies after the fall, they go and get, they go to her house and they bring out all who belong to her. And it says her father and mother and brothers and all who belong to her. And they brought all her relatives and put them outside the camp of Israel. And that's verse 23 of chapter six. So they all believed her. She had that light shining in her of her faith because it was enough that her family said, yeah, we're going to believe it. We're going to do it. They do say, if you tell anybody, mm-hmm. you know, don't give us away or else this is moot. She either really trusted her family. Yeah. Or she didn't tell them. She I probably did. didn't tell them. If it were me, I wouldn't have told them. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been like, nah, you just got to, yeah. you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. I just promise. do what I say. There's a good, there's a good family relationship, clearly. Because her immediate thought wasn't herself. It was was her her family. family. And then her family willingly went and stayed in her home for we don't know how long waiting for the destruction. Which is, you know, you wonder about that just a little bit because she's a prostitute and she lives Mm. in the house of prostitution. Maybe even on the same, on the street, you know, on the the mm. naughty street, if you will, for all we know. (laughs) The red, the red light district. Yeah, there you go. The red light (laughs) district. She lives there and her family doesn't. So you know that her family is... Wow. Trying to keep their reputation clean in a sense because they're not living right there with her. Yeah. I mean, that's total speculation. But you Ab- go, yeah. well, how does her family feel about that? You know, she was, yeah. you know, a 
prostitute. So how, so how then, would that look? Well, we're just going to pack up and go live with you for a couple of weeks. Yeah, but then... On the outer walls, On too. the outer walls. <laughs> On the outer yeah. walls. And then after... Well, it says, after seven days of relative silence. So here, Jericho has fallen. They haven't come out yet. But to have to hear everything... That is going on around you. A million in the people walls. marching million? around. Yeah. And you're on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. So you hear that for seven days. For you seven hear the days. marching. And then. Terrifying that must have been. And Seriously. then you start to hear all the horrible sounds of people dying. And yeah, the walls they falling. Didn't, they didn't and leave the anything falling. alive. No, they didn't leave anything. And then they're let out. So upon having to stay quiet in that house, while I'm sure that there were people pounding on the doors, right? Maybe. I don't know. Like, I don't know. You have no there could have been. They could have been. The walls have fallen and her house is still up. It's very possible that they were trying to get in because they thought it was safe. You know, we don't we don't we know. Don't it's know. Just it's speculation, speculation. That they had to hear the suffering, though. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah. then, I mean, they're all let out. Give it to, to Rahab for the big ask here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like oh, I'm gonna hide you, but pff, you gotta save my whole family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not just me, my entire, my entire family, family and yeah. everything, everyone who is mine. And she was not afraid no. to stand up and say, "We need this. Mm-hmm. I need we you. You need to do this for us." <laughs> yeah, I did this for you. You need to do this for us because I believe your God is the God. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, let's talk about that red cord for a minute, though. Yeah, that's something that. It was a, there was a little tidbit that I totally missed from this story was that red cord. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> it's like the symbolism is, is fantastic. So you've got red cord, the red, the blood on the, um, on the doorpost. On the doorpost for, oh, is that for Passover. Sa- Passover. Yeah. Because God told everybody to, the, the blood of the first lamb or whatever, right? Yeah, it's the sacrificial lamb. The so sacrificial the lamb. Pure, unblemished lamb and put the blood over the doorposts so that the angel of death, would, would, death pass would pass by the house. Exactly. Yeah. And take out the firstborn sons of Egypt. So and this and this is fairly this is what 40 years after. So yep. that cord symbolism. Well, the red, the, the red of that cord on her window, that outer window would have resonated with all of the Israelites if they had seen that. And they passed over her house. The yes. angel of death once again passed over her house. Yes. And everybody in it. I think that it's that awesome. Was just- and no one in Jericho would have looked askance at, you know, hey, there's a prostitute. She's got a red thing in her window. Well, it's a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm thinking that would have not even been an eye. No, no, because we call we call those streets or or you know the red light district and and uh, red is associated with with prostitutes, harlots, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So for her to hang that red cord out, they wouldn't think anything of it. Yeah, They're just like they probably just thought, oh, Rahab's doing extra advertising that she's there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> maybe she's got a maybe special. She's, she's got a special going on. You know, they didn't. But that's what we associate. Scarlet with is is it, it can go that way, way with the prostitutes, but you know as Christians we Scarlet is the the blood of the lamb. Blood of the lamb. We are washed clean through the blood of the mm-hmm. lamb. Mm-hmm. So a few things we want to just make sure that you take away from this is the unblind faith that Rahab had. Like she knew that that was God, and she knew she needed to save her. She wanted to save her family, and she knew that hopefully these two gentlemen would be able to help her again awesome symbolism of the red cord the other thing was be ready because you didn't know the day or time that this was going to happen and we don't either and we don't either so to be ready 
you have to be ready. And, are, <laughs> and again, I think we talked about this maybe a couple of weeks ago. Are we ready? It still kind of scares me to think that like I can say that I'm ready, but then I'm like, but wait, there's a few more people that I haven't talked to yet. <laughs> 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 they don't know. Get out there. So unblind faith and be ready. Read it. Love it. And keep it in your heart. And let's end with prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for this. It's not a story. It's the truth of Rahab and the blunt, you know, just the faith that she had unwavering from just stories as she believed you enough to, to save her whole family and to become a part of Israel and even a part of Jesus's bloodline. Thank you for showing us this confident woman standing firm in her faith. Be with us as we strive to be like her. Um, to, to continue and stand firm in our faith and to be ready for when that day comes that we get to go home with you. And as we wait for that day, help us prepare and to share with those that we don't want left behind, that we want right with us when that day comes. Watch over our week as we go about our days and just continue in every way, Lord, to help us be ready and to share your word. In your name we pray, amen. 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 Our blessings to you and remember to fight for those 21 minutes. <laughs>